bankruptcy, divorce laws, disability, probate, there are so many classes on the path to practicing law. Unfortunately, most schools fail to instruct you on the business of law. This is Solo De Facto, a show dedicated to discovering the success secrets that exist in the reality of running a solo practice. My goal is to find the one thing that separates each guest from the rest to give you practical solutions to create a thriving firm. Solo De Facto is sponsored by Back Office Betty's, trusted virtual legal receptionist. Welcome, everyone. I am so happy to be here today with another episode of Solo De Facto. Um, today's guest is highly skilled in marketing and strategy. She's the founder and president of Leanne Gallant. Dot com, leveragelocal.com. Uh, Leanne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Corey. I'm so excited to be here today. I am excited to have you. So I want to get right into this um, and ask you, what is the one thing that you wish attorneys knew about running a successful law firm? Well, first of all, I don't know anything about law. So hopefully they've got that covered already. And they're, I shouldn't say, no, I don't know anything, but I'm not a lawyer. And hopefully they've got that covered and they're providing good legal services. But I think that one, the one thing that I think is the importance of setting up and optimizing their Google business profile. So Google business profile used to be called until just a few weeks ago, Google my business. And I think a lot of people didn't even really know what that was or what that is. And now it's a Google business profile. It's kind of more descriptive, but it's something that we actually use probably every day. So every time you go on your phone and you're looking for a, a restaurant, Italian restaurant near me, and you see the Google Maps, all those little pins that are pinned on there will bring up the person's or the company's Google business profile. And when you Google uh, even a specific company, you'll see, say you're on your computer, it shows it better. You might see their ad at the top, and then you'll see a bunch of um, other results. And But over on the right, you'll see their Google business listing. And I find people are more likely to go and click over there than just on the text because there are images and things like that. So that's what your Google business listing is. It's so smart that they rebranded that because you're right. It makes it so much more understandable of what it actually is instead yeah, of, but, I, I need to Google my business. What? Yeah. Um, well, that's it. People would think what it, that, it, that it was a verb. Google my business was doing something where actually it, it was an actual thing. But yeah. now I have to change all my materials and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer, yeah, but at least it. it makes your job a little easier to describe yeah. what it is. So yeah. why do you think that... Um, that so many people are overlooking this part of it's something that's free and helpful. Why are they overlooking it and not setting it up? Well, I don't think they realize the importance of it because a Google business profile can help or harm your business. And that's sort of the problem. If you don't do anything and don't set it up, Google is going to probably or probably already has gone and scraped information from your website or wherever it can find information about you and your business and your location and set up a profile. And if you don't do anything, it's there and people can go there and they can leave reviews, they can ask questions. And if you're just ignoring it or unaware of it, it can look very neglected. I mean, I wrote an article called um, Five Things Every Attorney Should Know About Google My Business, which changing to Google Business Profile. And one of the examples I show is side by side, two different law firms. And one of them, the picture, the image that's shown is the, um, you know, the Google Street View image 
Google's driving by and it just happened their building was under some construction or maybe the sidewalks. There was a kind of fence in front of it. Didn't even look like it was open. And they, I don't think they had their hours in there. They had a lot of information missing. And then I compared it to one that's been claimed and looks like it's been optimized. And it's got all kinds of information there, their name, um, what type of law they practice or what they specialize in, their address, phone number, business hours, links to their website. It has all kinds of information. And when you look at the two side by side, which one are you going to click on or which one are you going to be interested in? Yeah, absolutely. Because nobody, you're going to look at the one that's under construction that doesn't have a phone number. You're going to be like, is this place even open? Are they even working right now? Yeah, exactly. Um, So what is the first step to optimizing your Google business profile to work for you? Well, you can just go in, it'll tell you, you know, enter this, enter all this information, but there are lots of little tricks that will help you um, optimize it for Google search so that it comes up near the top. For example, your address, Um, you can put your address in, but on your website, if your address is Main Street, S-T-R-E-E-T, and you put on your Google business listing Main Street with just ST period, it's not an exact match. Now, it's not that bad, but for your search engine optimization, which means when Google is, when someone's searching for you or your type of business, you wanna be optimized so you come up first. So if it's an exact match, Google knows that. Google knows everything, right? So Google knows that and it'll help you be higher in the rankings. And also images, when you put image images on, you can geotag them which means basically marking your location. Uh, There's a tag on the image that marks your location. So when someone is searching for something in that area, it just gives more information that tells Google that your business is there. So there are lots of little tricks and things that you might not know about when you're setting it up. Yeah, that is so helpful because I would never have thought the difference of ST versus a written out word street could affect yeah. it. And I'm sure yeah, other I, people probably have just never even considered that that's a thing that could affect their listing. Yeah. And even your phone number, whether you have the brackets around the area code or you have the dashes and, and how it's set up, those they're little things, but Google notices those things. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And it's probably, um, I would assume that there's probably so many profiles out there that don't even have the correct phone number or correct address listed because Google has found something that's old or something that they haven't optimized yet to now their profile is coming up. Usually, well, I guess it depends. If your website's uh, got the right information, it's probably, but it could, if if you've changed or moved, it could have incorrect information. But I think one reason that it's really uh, important, so you, you might not think of, um, you might think, yeah, well, who's, who's looking, they're going to my website. But when you're looking up um, anything these days, if you see the Google listing, often people don't even get to your website. If they're looking to call you, they can see your phone number right there. They can click on it and call you. If they're looking for your hours, if you, you have your updated hours, they should be right there. Um, you can even set it up so they can make an appointment. If you allow appointments to be made directly on your website, you can set up your appointments there. There are all kinds of things you can do. But I think the real thing is if you're looking for a lawyer, you're, you're not usually looking for a lawyer till you need a lawyer uh, or an attorney. So I'm not, if I'm not injured, I'm not looking up personal injury attorneys. right? And there are, guess a couple ways people can probably find you and people ask around but even if I ask someone and they give me a recommendation what's the first thing you're going to do there's no phone book anymore that's obsolete you're going to go to google and look them up 
And what's the first thing you're going to see probably is their Google business listing. So it's your, I, I refer to it as your welcome mat. You want, it, you want to welcome people and show, show off what you've got and make things look good. You want to be welcoming to them. You want to have um, reviews and you want to have questions answered. People can, random people on the internet can go to your Google business listing and ask questions. So you want to answer those questions. And I mean, obviously you're not going to give legal advice just, you know, just there, but you, you can still answer the question, point them in the right direction. So it's, it's, it's just so important. So when you say that you can answer questions, what kind of things would you recommend, um, you know, just generically that somebody would want to answer on there? Well, you can, you can actually set, I mean, pe random people can ask questions. Anyone can ask questions, but you can go in and put questions in there and have it like a Q&A right on your site. So whatever, whatever things people are asking a lot at your firm, whether, I mean, you should know what they're asking you or what they're asking um, your receptionist or any associates. Those kind of things are things that should be answered. Like maybe um, uh, if it's a, uh, let's see, what kind of, uh, if you're doing DUIs, um, what are the what's the first kind of question that people ask all the time that you could just have right on there and they can get a little bit of, of advice and it makes you look knowledgeable and they're thinking, wow, these people know what they're talking about. I better call them. Yeah, that's amazing. It almost, it's like making things easier on everybody while also leveraging your knowledge and proving that you are the right person for them when they're searching because you've already answered questions before they even thought to ask them. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I think it, it's true that there's so many times where I have Googled a business and I don't make it to their website because their profiles right there, their phone number, I can just click on it right on my phone. I don't have to go to their website searching for anything to be able to contact them right away. Yeah. Um, and it makes the user, and the, you know, potential customers experience so much easier too yeah. to have it. So yeah. I think that's and, great. And that, well, another thing with that is you, it has analytics. So you can set up the analytics so you can see that someone came to your website through your Google business listing. And you can see on your Google business listing, whether someone came by searching your specific firm's name, or they just searched for tax attorneys or personal injury attorneys. So it, it gives you a lot of good information too. Yeah, that's awesome. So that actually is going to help the rest of your marketing too, because you're going to know the specific keywords that people are searching to find you and you can yeah. use it in different ways. That is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so what do you think the biggest mistake is when somebody goes to set up their Google business profile? What is the biggest mistake that you see attorneys making? Well, I think the biggest mistake is they just set it and forget it. You know, they set it up and they just leave it. So you can, I mean, really it's, it's such a neglected area that if you put a little work into it, you can look better than everyone else. Just Google uh, whatever type of attorney or lawyer you are, just Google that in your city and take a look at what everyone's got. And you'll see, um, you might see two uh, legal firms that have 300 reviews and they've got lots of images and, They've just got uh, their category set up. You can set up categories, your primary category, if you specialize in one thing. Say you're a divorce attorney and that's your main thing. That can be your primary category. Or if you're more general, you can have a general legal firm, legal category, and then put all your other 
types of work that you do underneath that as subcategories. But they go and they set all this up and then they just leave it and they don't do anything. And you really have to go back and check it. I mean, you should be checking probably at least weekly, but even if you're only checking monthly and see, has anybody written a review that you should respond to because you want to respond to your reviews, uh, good and bad. You want to respond to the good ones just to thank people and show them uh, that you care. And you want to respond to any that aren't as good because you want to, again, show that you're responding, um, try to, um, there are, there are things that you can do, but you want to try to um, maybe get them to contact you so you can resolve it because sometimes people will change a bad review to a good review um, if you respond to them. Yeah, that's a, a component of customer service that I think probably gets overlooked a lot is you can, you do have the power to change somebody's mind if you come at it in a respectful way. Yeah. Um, I think something that is important too is and I think maybe I talked about this with you before, but um, when you're looking at somebody's website and their address isn't easy to see or it's not noticeable and you're like, I need an attorney who's here right now. Are you in my area? I, that's one thing that Google business profile really helps with, right? Because it's going to show you exactly, yes, this attorney serves your area. They're near you. So yeah. you're going to know that they can help you. Yeah, and then that's a thing people leave off. The, they know where they are, and they're maybe well-known in their town, but then all of a sudden they, they don't put their address, and someone Googles them, and it comes up, and they don't, they don't know where they are at all. But other things you can add are, are things called um, business attributes. So you can say if you have free parking or if there's parking nearby, you can say if you're wheelchair accessible, and just different things that are specific that people might be looking for, um, but you can also let them know. That is so helpful. And so is, why is it that this knowledge isn't so well known? Like, why is it so hard to get this information? Because you're telling me things that even I didn't know about Google business profile. Why is it like gated? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's not, I mean, you can go through and just fill things out, but uh, I don't know. I've done a lot of research on it. I mean, you can go and watch videos and there's information, you know, it's scattered all over the place. I guess it depends how because it, it is, it looks straightforward. You just go in, you fill this stuff out, you go there, I'm good to go. But there's just a little more to it to, to make it, to keep you current and to keep you relevant and to keep you at the top of the listings. Yeah, there's truly so much that you can do. Um, so that is awesome and probably, or hopefully very helpful to the people listening right now, because I'm telling you right now, if you're listening and you don't have this filled out, and you don't have your web, your address on your website, there are so many people visiting your website that are wondering, is this person even able to help me? So uh, please look into this. Well, uh, and they're, they're just passing you by. They might not go. Yeah, to they're going to. Yeah, if, if you don't, like, it's your, like I say, it's your welcome mat. It's your front door. And if it doesn't look like you're open, they're just going to keep moving on because there's a whole list of other attorneys right there. They can check it. Yeah, especially if those other attorneys have their profile filled out, then they're absolutely mm. just going to get missed. Yeah. So I would love to hear from you. What's what's one thing that has surprised you most that you are amazing at in business, in your business? <laughs> that I'm amazing at? One thing I'm good at is just understanding and picking up on things. Uh, so when I meet someone and talk about their business, 
I can quickly grasp what they're doing and see what's going on and understand their business. And then I, I'm, I'm a total idea person. I mean, the worst thing that happens to me is I meet someone and learn about their business and we haven't even become, they haven't become a client yet or anything. And then my head just starts going and I think of all these awesome ideas for them. And then I'm like, no, put it away, Leanne. Wait, wait, wait until they hire you. Yeah. <laughs> I struggle but, with that too. Sometimes meeting somebody and you just want to spill everything, but you're like, wait, we don't have yeah. a we don't have a proper relationship for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. That's what you need <laughs> mentors for to tell you don't tell them everything until they're yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what is the um, most exciting thing happening in your business right now, or is there anything in the future that you're really looking forward to? Well, uh, when we've talked about the future, I'm just so excited now that we can just do stuff like this on Zoom. It's so much easier. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a person that's on Zoom calls all day you know, eight hours a day. But when I have to meet with a client and I don't have to drive an hour and a half to, to meet them and I can just get ready and be on a call with them for an hour and then, and then I'm home when I'm done. It's, uh, I'm, really, I'm really happy about that. So, I mean, COVID has, uh, has changed the way we do business. And I think a lot of people have really adapted quickly um, to technology. So I think that's awesome. I don't know what technology has in store for us, but things like this are great. I agree. And it, um, it has opened up so many more chances to talk to people. Like you are so far away from me in Canada and I am down yeah. in Texas yeah. and we're getting to have this conversation on a lovely Thursday morning. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's probably not snowing where you are. I think it's starting to snow. No, <laughs> it's actually, it's warm today. It's like 70 degrees today. Nice. Um, yeah. So I wanted to hear too, I know that you do some workshops and stuff, but are there any associations or conferences that you hang out at that um, you want to share about? Well, the main two kind of communities that I hang out in are um, Women Who Wow, run by Michelle Pippen. And I think you've actually had her yes. on the show. She is awesome. I've been with her for a long, long time. And that's a great community of women entrepreneurs. And the other one that I hang out with is um, a community by Neville Medora. That's it's called Copywriting Course, but it's actually not just a course. It's a community, and I use that a lot. Uh, they're a great support group for me with marketing, and I can take anything to them, and it just improves my copy and improves anything I'm doing with my clients. So those are two that I really spend the most time in. That's wonderful. It's so good to have the the communities that you can bounce ideas off of and get that outside advice, especially and when you are so focused in, you know, everything that you're doing, but other people might need more information than what you feel like they need <laughs> to understand what you're doing. I struggle yeah. with this all the time that, okay, got to simplify it. Got to explain just a little bit more yeah. so that people understand, because it just feels so common when you're talking about you what you it. do every day. Yeah. 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 So now I want to ask a little bit about your life. Like, how did you get here? I would love to hear your life story and what brought you to what you're doing today. I won't tell you my whole life story, but I, I speak three languages because I was an exchange student in Brazil. So I speak Portuguese and then uh, obviously speak English. And I also, uh, French is another language in Canada. I learned at school, but also lived in Quebec for a while to, to improve my French. Um, I've lived in Europe when I was, I lived in Britain when I was uh, going to university for a while. I'm a mechanical engineer. So I did a work term over there. 
and I lived it so here and I lived in um, South Korea. So my husband is a an international curling coach. So a number of years ago, we went to live in South Korea. And when we moved to South Korea, that's when I um, wanted to have more location independence. So I had been working in manufacturing. And when I moved to the East Coast, um, I worked in information technology. There's a lot of not a lot of manufacturing here on this island where we have tourism and, and uh, farming are <laughs> big. Uh, so I was in IT and I did a lot of project management. But once I wanted that more location independence, I started to get back into marketing. I loved marketing when I was doing my MBA, but I never really got into it. So I started getting into marketing and ended up uh, doing some, some Google ads and those types of things. But then, uh, I don't know, I just kind of got into doing Google My Business, or I still call it Google My Business, Google Business Profiles and helping businesses. Because I guess... There are so many businesses that need help with that. It's just, uh, it's, it's a good place to start. I mean, I do other consulting, but that's a good place to start with any, any locations, any businesses I work with that have a, an actual location, kind of one of the first things we do. Yeah, I'm, that makes such so much sense that that would be the first place to start with your marketing because it's so simple, but it's yeah. so overlooked. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And it's really cool that you have had so much adventure in your life and so many different paths. That's unique. You know, I feel like so many people get stuck in one thing and, um, that is awesome. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Cause I, I mean, I love to travel and with COVID for the last year, I, I haven't even been, I've been to Halifax, which is like a four hour drive away. It was over a year ago. And now tomorrow I'm going to Halifax for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but my husband's in Switzerland. So he'll be oh, back wow. in a couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway. That's very cool. So get to travel again. I know. It's finally, finally like starting to feel like it's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time and meet yourself when you first started your company that is now location independent and you're helping people online, what advice would you give yourself when you first started doing this? I think I would tell myself to get into the marketing sooner because it's just, it's more fun. (laughs) It's, I mean, you know, when I first started doing this, we didn't have, well, when I was doing business, we didn't have, uh, I remember the job I came to when I first came back to Prince Edward Island and I had had a job where I had a computer on my desk and everything. And I went in and I didn't have a computer. And I said, well, what am I how am I supposed to write my reports and do my work? They said, oh, you just write it on paper and we'll give it to Cindy and she'll type it up for you. <laughs> I was like, write it on paper. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, eventually it wasn't too long after that I got a computer, but so that's, that's where I was how funny. starting from. But um, yeah, I would get into the marketing. There's other, you know, there's a, other marketing I could have been doing. I just, I just really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's fun and it's interesting. And it's just neat when, when things click and things work and start bringing in new clients and bringing in new business for people. So I fully agree. Cause obviously I'm in marketing here, back office buddies, and it is so much fun. And I hear people all the time that are like, you know, I dread the marketing part of my firm, or, um, I just don't know what to do. But there's so many different ways that you can go with it that I feel like anybody can find a part of the marketing that you enjoy to get to even just get started doing something to help drive that business. And then obviously getting the business is like really exciting. Yeah. (laughs) So that's awesome. Um, Well, this has been a really great conversation. Um, I hope that it's been helpful for our listeners. Where can they find you if anyone wants to get in contact with you? 
Well, I'm, I, uh, I've set up on, my, so I have a website, leannegallant.com. And I guess you'll probably put that in the notes. And I'm just uh, setting up a page, leannegallant.com slash solo de facto. And I'll put uh, the article about five things every attorney should know about um, Google business profile. And I'll put some links. Like I have a workshop that I do. Uh, well, I was doing it live, but now I ended up creating what I call the at home, at home edition of the Google, it was Google My Business, but it's Google Business Profile Workshop um, that people could purchase if they want to just go through and do everything themselves. But it it's very, it starts from square one. So you don't have to go looking, oh, well, what does that mean? Do I already have a, a Google account? And it starts from square one, but it has all the details and all those little like tricks and things in it um, with screenshots and everything shows you exactly how to do it. And I also... Um, we also do done for you. If, if someone doesn't have the time or the inclination to do it, we can do done for you um, and set it up for them and then uh, train, uh, train you or someone in your office uh, what to do to keep it, um, to keep it current and keep it going all the time. Yeah. That's amazing. I hope everyone takes a moment to check out um, that page. Thank you so much again, Leanne, for joining me today. Um, and thank you everyone who has listened. If you've learned something um, or enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone else who might get some value from it. Um, thank you again, Leanne. Thanks, Corey. It's been great to be here. Awesome. Well, that is it. Another great episode of Solo De Facto, and we will catch y'all next time. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information, visit our site at solodefacto.com. And remember, smash that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. Solo De Facto is sponsored by Back Office Betty's, trusted virtual legal receptionist, helping you grow your firm one call, one chat, one new client at a time. To discover how they can help you grow your firm, head on over to backofficebetty's.com and mention the Solo De Facto show for an exclusive listener offer.